My boyfriend's entitled friends demand that I move out of my house so that they could stay there while they visit their friends in the city. And despite the fact that I've never met these people in the first place, my boyfriend is now calling me a jerk for not being willing to uproot my life just for these entitled jerks. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So my boyfriend has two friends who live in another state. Let's call them Jack and Liz. Those are not their real names. They want to come visit us in our state with their four children, ages ranging from five years old to ten years old. I live in the downtown area of a city, while my boyfriend lives about one hour away in the suburbs. My house is close to where I go to school full-time, so about a five-minute walk, and also close to where I work. About a ten-minute walk for my first job, and ten-minute drive for my second job. I live with three dogs, and because of my busy schedule, I have a dog walker come by every day to feed and care for them. When Jack and Liz come to visit with their kids, they are asking to stay at my house. Here's the thing though, they want me to leave my house so that their family can stay there with complete privacy. I think it's important to note at this point that I've never met or even spoken to Jack and Liz before this point. They are my boyfriend's friends and not mine. Also, they are originally from our city, so they have their parents and their family members who still live there. They seem pretty wealthy mostly because they tell my boyfriend that they are. Liz is a stay-at-home mom and has never worked before because Jack has received many inheritances from deceased family members and he brags about his high-paying job. They also own about 10 rental properties and they collect passive income from them. Before meeting Jack, Liz also did not work because her family is wealthy and supported her. The thing is, my commute to work and school is about an hour each way from my boyfriend's house in the suburbs. I already have such long days that changing my commute to be two plus hours a day, even for a week, is giving me anxiety with all the stuff I have going on between work and school. Also, I don't have anyone to walk my dogs at my boyfriend's house, and even if I were to hire a dog walker, he doesn't want a stranger having access to enter his house. Finally, it would just be really uncomfortable to leave my house, and I'm really nervous about having young children running around my house when I'm not there, and my house is definitely not childproof. So am I the jerk here? My boyfriend seems disappointed in me because I am not opening my home to his friends, and I am already making a bad impression on them. He also thinks that I am doing this because I am deciding to not like them based on what I know about them. Stuff like they're always asking to use my streaming logins but keep logging me out, and when their dogs get old, they abandon them at shelters so they can make room for new puppies. Now, don't get me wrong, this stuff definitely does bother me, but I do think that even if it were my own friends making this housing request of me, I would tell them to get a hotel or just to stay at their parents' houses. What should I do? You are not the jerk for giving up your home. These people are rich and they're super entitled. You want to know why they want to go at your house? It's because it's convenient. They don't want to have to get a hotel. They don't want to have to get an Airbnb. They want the cheap option. And the cheap option is by taking your home. And that is very unfair for your life and your schedule. Like you have two jobs, three dogs, and you're doing stuff every single day of the week. You have a busy schedule. It's not like you can get up and live somewhere else just to accommodate these people. Like, sorry, that's not going to work like that. You want to know why your boyfriend seems disappointed too, by the way? It's because you're not bending to these people, most likely in the way that he's bent to them in the past. These are the type of people it seems like, based off of the shady stuff they're currently doing, that will easily take advantage of anything in front of them. They're already rich. What else can they get out of people? I mean, just look at what they're trying to do to your house. They're literally trying to take over your house instead of staying with family or getting a hotel or getting an Airbnb, which by the way, all three of those options would be reasonable. 
but instead they want to try and get you out of your house so they can have easy access to the city. Like, I'm sorry, that's just not going to happen. And if I was in your shoes, I would also say no. You can also tell your boyfriend to back off with a guilt tripping because he's trying to be like, oh, wow, you don't like him because of the stuff they've done. But in reality, it's like, well, no, I just don't like them because they're trying to take my house. It's almost like you have no say in the matter. And that is really disappointing. So, no, you are not the jerk in this situation. Your boyfriend is being weird and his friends are being incredibly weird. They're trying to take your house, even though they don't even know you. And every single hesitation you have about this situation is something I thought of as well. So if I was in your shoes, I would stand my ground and tell them, nope, you got to go somewhere else because that kind of entitlement should not be entertained in the slightest. And by giving in, you're only feeding this weird, vicious cycle. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out. Link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. My brother demands that I thank him for cleaning up my mess, despite the fact that he moved all of my stuff without asking, and he is constantly leaving messes all over my house. And I'm so sick of it, and I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. My brother has always been an entitled brat. He has lived in my house, the one that my mom and I bought and renovated, for almost five years now. He didn't start contributing to the household bills until about two years ago, and he makes sure to throw that in mine and my mom's face every month as if it's some kind of big favor. He has always complained about living here and how miserable he is because he's treated so poorly. He is treated like a prince by my mom and says the house is always such a mess. His room used to be our studio space where my mom and I kept our workspaces and supplies. I'm a designer and my mom is an artist. When he moved in, we turned our living room into a makeshift office for ourselves so our supplies are kept on various shelving units in our living space. My brother has always complained about how cluttered and dirty the house is and how he hates living here and all this other garbage. I've told him repeatedly that if he doesn't like it, he doesn't have to live here. He said I should accommodate him instead because he's family and family should respect each other. It's a small house and we are doing our best with what little space we have. But he says it's embarrassing that we don't even have a space for a couch or a TV. But in reality, we used to have one until he moved in. Two months ago, he announced that he is being forced to move in with his girlfriend because he can't live like this anymore. Because my mother and I are so awful for asking him to help us with bills and have the audacity to have our workspaces in the living room. Since he informed us of this, he hasn't packed a single box and he refuses to give me any kind of time frame for when he's going to move out. But I have overheard that he's telling his dad that he expects to move out in September. Today, I came home to a bunch of stuff, including kitchen items like sodas and snacks, all stacked up in my room and on my work desk, which had my laptop and my design drawings on the tabletop. I was confused and annoyed because I was afraid they had been crushed. I asked my mom if she did that and she told me it was my brother. I went to him to ask him why on earth he did that and that I didn't appreciate him moving my stuff and potentially ruining my work. He went off on me, saying that he made an executive decision, all to just finally clean things up. I laughed when he said that because he has his own bathroom and the largest bedroom too and they're both completely filthy. He decided my mom's and my things needed to be allocated to our spaces and kept out of the communal spaces like the kitchen and dining area. His logic was since I'm the only one who consumes certain sodas and snacks that they need to be kept in my room. None of his foods or drinks were taken out of the kitchen too by the way. Anything that he didn't deem worthy of being in the communal spaces he just tossed into a pile on my mom and mine's desk or in our rooms. Mind you, his shoes, moving 
clothing boxes and bags are all over the hallway. My mom and I always have to step over his stuff when we walk by his room and we never move anything. I told him he needs to respect our things and our space and he said it's not for me to dictate. I said yes it is, it's my house, but he wouldn't hear it. He screamed at me saying I had to thank him for cleaning my mess and that I better apologize for being so ungrateful. I reminded him that he's moving out, so why would he be so bothered about how my house looks? I told him I can't organize anything until he moves out and he just lost his mind saying how dare you? I guess you just can't wait for me to leave. I just rolled my eyes and I told him that not everything I say or do is a personal attack on him. He was then screaming at me saying that my supposed power trip is my way of treating him like garbage. I got fed up at that point and I walked away to avoid losing my cool. It takes a very deluded person to make demands and set rules that don't even apply to him, especially in someone else's home. And I'm honestly so blown away by his entitlement. Yeah, your brother sounds like a real piece of work. For context, this guy's 25 years old. Like seriously, this guy's completely out of line. He is mistreating your home as well as your mother in the process. This is completely unacceptable and he really needs to be put in his place. Like I'm honestly really surprised you haven't tried to evict him at this point. Like give him a notice and say, okay, you gotta go in this many days. Because he is being awful. He's moving your stuff around. He refuses to clean up after himself. He's leaving all this stuff around the place and he's just being disgusting. Like if I was in your shoes, I would be so excited for him to move out. Like seriously, good riddance and don't let the door hit you on the way out. So hopefully this situation gets better before it gets worse. Because your brother sounds like an absolute jerk and I would not want to deal with him in the slightest if I was in your shoes. I've decided to cut my sister out of my life and now my mother no longer wants to talk to me. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. From a young age, my relationship with my sister, who is nearly two years younger than me, has always been rocky. We never truly connected as friends and her resentment towards me started early. She would belittle and embarrass me because of my weight, my introverted personality, and limited circle of friends, while she effortlessly fit into the popular crowd as a pretty and skinny model. I remember when we were kids, when our mother sent us to our grandmother's house, which was a short 10-minute walk away. Instead of walking with me, my sister would intentionally walk ahead, ensuring her friends didn't see her associating with me as she deemed me a loser. This hurt me deeply, as it reinforced the notion that she considered herself superior to me. Our parents' handling of the situation was disheartening. Despite her hurtful actions, they rarely held her accountable, leading to many unjust punishments for both of us whenever a problem arose between us. I felt like the victim in these situations, but somehow ended up being grounded alongside her. As I grew older, I made the personal decision to become an atheist, which was a secret, but she used to steal my diary books and open my Facebook account behind my back just to read what I'm doing. And then she would snitch it to my parents later on. She saw it as an opportunity to continuously undermine me, using any chance to report my actions to our parents. In her mind, it was my punishment for abandoning our religious beliefs. Though she wasn't overly religious herself, it seemed like she was just looking for reasons to bully me. One incident that became a breaking point in our relationship was when I had a minor accident a month ago while I was in the backseat of an Uber. I felt some pain in my neck and decided to see a doctor, which my sister ridiculed me for, accusing me of being a drama queen and just seeking attention. Her lack of concern for my well-being and her cruel remarks hurt me deeply. When I confided in our mother about the incident, she didn't address the issue between us, but rather scolded both of us without considering the pain her words had caused. Realizing how toxic my sister's behavior had become and how she 
she never showed any support or sympathy towards me, I made the difficult decision to cut her out of my life entirely. This decision caused my mother to stop talking to me as well, believing that as the older sister, I should be the one to let go and be the better person. I had always been willing to financially support my family, including my sister, because I earned more than her and wanted to treat them well. However, she never appreciated my gestures and instead took advantage of me, expecting me to pay for her expenses without any gratitude or reciprocation. Moreover, my sister also made disparaging remarks about my fiancé, who is a foreigner and doesn't understand our language. Her disapproval of my relationship and her constant negative comments took a toll on me emotionally. I find myself torn between the desire to maintain a relationship with my family and the need to protect myself from the toxicity of my sister's behavior. It's a challenging situation, and I often wish for a resolution that would allow me to be happy without feeling emotionally drained. This decision is very hard for me, but I can't see a better solution. She never apologized to me. When I realize I was not nice to her, I always get her a gift and start small talks with her. I am also not good at saying I'm sorry, but I find a way to make her feel good. She never did that. Instead, she would accuse me of needing to go to therapy because I'm mentally sick and I need a doctor. She says I'm too sensitive and I shouldn't make a big deal out of some words. As long as it's not actions that hurt me in my life, I should be okay with whatever she says to me. I mean, am I exaggerating here? How am I supposed to convince my mother that this is best for me and my mental health? What should I do? First off, I totally understand that this is a really hard decision. Your sister is incredibly toxic towards you. Everything you've described seriously fits the bill. Like she is just being straight up awful. She's bullying you. She's belittling you. And it sounds like she's done this your entire life. So truly, I don't blame you for being like, no, I'm not taking this anymore. I mean, imagine the alternative in this situation. Imagine just saying, you know what? I'm going to bite my tongue again for another 27 years and just put up with all this garbage from my sister. I know if I was in your shoes, I would not want to deal with this either. I would put a hard boundary and say, you know what? Unless you change, this just can't work out. And I'm so sorry that your mom is no longer talking to you. She honestly kind of seems like part of the problem. She yells at both of you instead of correcting your younger sister. So with whatever you decide to do, hopefully this all works out for you. Because yes, your mental health is important. And it sounds like your mom and your sister are not helping in that regard in the slightest. My director said that I need to prove myself still if I want to get a promotion. And when I heard this, I was so mad that I started applying for other jobs. And as a result, I got a job that gave me $22,000 more a year and set me up on a better career than this previous job could ever give me. Here's what happened. So eight years ago, I used to work as a business analyst for a large multinational construction materials company. I was a good employee and they were a great employer. I had been given two promotions in my time there and been moved to several domains in the IT department. And I learned a lot. A role came up to be a senior business analyst within a new domain. And for various reasons, I was denied the promotion. And this was not a big deal. I understood the reasons. I really did. I wasn't bitter and a more deserving external candidate 100% got the position. I was still given the opportunity to work in that domain. It was a great learning opportunity. A few successful projects later in the new domain, I asked if I could organically be promoted to a senior business analyst. And by successfully deliver, I mean my business partner going to another director in IT who had a stake in that domain. So I had definitely done good, if not great. My manager spoke to my director and the response was that I need to prove myself. When I heard this, I just had to laugh. Now don't get me wrong, my director was a great guy. He did, after all, promote me twice and gave me 
me the opportunity to learn all these various new domains of the business. This is nothing against him, but this explanation absolutely enraged me. I would have been satisfied with, oh, there's no budget this year. Or if he just said, I don't think I'll get approval for an in-place promotion. Human resources was one of the domains I supported, so I know how things go. So I kept learning the new domain and started applying for various jobs outside the company. It took a few months, but one role finally clicked in. Now, my current job at this company was $88,000 with a 15% bonus that was paid annually. And this new job was $110,000 with a 30% bonus paid quarterly. The director wanted me to prove myself. Well, I just proved my worth to another company. I got a $22,000 raise on my base and doubled my bonus percentages. My manager then comes to me and asked, so was there anything we could have done to keep you here? Like maybe make you a senior business analyst? So I said to them, well, I only started looking because they said no to being promoted. Otherwise, I was and still am very happy here. But unfortunately, the money is hard to turn down. In hindsight, I'm glad they denied me the promotion. I would have never left that company otherwise. And I would have completely missed out on my current career trajectory. This is actually a really cool story and a nice lesson to learn. Sometimes you don't get those jobs that you're really looking for because a better one is literally around the corner. Because this guy had a chip on his shoulder and started applying for other jobs, he literally got a $22,000 raise. And that's honestly fantastic. So I guess the moral of the story is that maybe just because you don't get a job, it doesn't mean that there's not something way better waiting around the corner. And if I was in this guy's shoes, I absolutely would start applying to other jobs, especially with how much he already did prove himself. Because if the director really doesn't think that I've proved myself after working so hard and doing all this work, then they don't deserve my valuable contribution to their company. I just found out my fiance cheated on me two years ago, and now I'm absolutely devastated and I don't know what to do. Here's what happened. This literally just happened, so please excuse any ramblings. My fiance and I have been together for almost six years. We moved in together after a year of dating on our own, and then when I got pregnant in 2021, we moved in with my parents to save up for our place and get help with my son. Five months after my son, I got pregnant again, so we now have two sons together, one that's five months old and one that's 15 months old. Things have been great. Obviously, we have disagreements here and there, but he's very involved. We live in my family house, and my siblings have moved out already, so there's plenty of room. About three months before I got pregnant with my first son, I miscarried very early at five weeks. The day after, his grandmother passed away. She basically raised him, and we have been trying for a baby. So needless to say, this was a hard time for him. So when he was invited to a bachelor party around the same time in Mexico, I actually encouraged him to go. I knew I couldn't travel, and I knew he definitely could use a vacation. He came back, and like I said, things were all good. Well, fast forward to today, and I'm home with the kids when he calls on his lunch break, like he does every day. We talk, and after a while, I need to feed one of the kids. So we say our usual, I love you, and I'll talk to you later. Basically, I had my headphones on, so I didn't hang up, and neither did he. And that's when he immediately started talking to his co-worker, saying something like, oh, there's a lot of girls outside today, and just because he can't do anything doesn't mean he can't look. And then he goes into a story about how when he went to Mexico for the bachelor party a few years back, they had some girls staying next door at their Airbnb, and they were down to party. And basically, he went back to get cigarettes with one of the girls, and she came on to him, resulting in them hooking up. Right after he said that, he realized he was still on the phone and then hung up. I called back and told him I heard it all. He obviously is trying to contact me, but I don't even know where to go from here. Like I said, things have been great in our lives, but 
now I'm just in complete shock. Do I walk away? When I said that I heard it all, he just said he was just talking garbage. What should I do? This is awful. First and foremost, I'm so sorry this happened. Like seriously, talk about throwing a wrench in the wheel. This guy literally went on that trip to Mexico, something that you encouraged him to go to, and then he just straight up cheats on you. Like what an absolute jerk and dirtbag. Like does he not realize he has two sons with you? He just threw all of that away right in an instant. I'm so sorry this happened. You really do not deserve this kind of situation. Especially your sons. I mean, did he even think about them when that was going on? Clearly not. I mean, this guy is a complete dirtbag. And it also doesn't help the fact that he so casually talked about this infidelity. Like, he's just bragging to one of his co-workers about what happened. Like, if he was trying to hide what was happening, he did a really poor job. So, all in all, with whatever you choose to do, I just want to say I'm so sorry you're going through this. You do not deserve this in the slightest, and your fiancé is an absolute dirtbag. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.